Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It is lovely to meet you here and welcome to Cuddle Club. It's a podcast about cuddling on the surface. Mm, is it about so much more underneath? That's for you to judge, actually. Each week I get into the, the sort of hows and how nots, the whys and wherefores of cuddling. Who do you like cuddling? What's your cuddling style? It's that kind of thing. This week's episode is with Deso Birch. We had a lovely time, actually. Desiree Birch is a stand-up comedian and she does other things as well. We all do. You've got to diversify. Writing, acting, people said a podcast about cuddling in in corona times. Yes, it's about connection really. Right, let's stop waffing around and let's hear from Desiree Birch. How are you? Like, I mean, I'm great. I have my health for right now. So I, everything's excellent. I'm just, I don't know, having one of those days that, you know, it's just, you just start crying because some days are those days. Yeah. I think after I've gotten everybody confused today and all of my schedule confused and yeah, I still have a schedule, which is also confusing. Um, (laughs) Uh, Basically for the listeners, uh, Desiree did think she was messaging me all day and she was messaging (laughs) I'm always messing up like I went to a wedding once that was in there's two towns called the same thing like Rye or something and I went to my friend's wedding in Rye but it was the wrong Rye and I missed the whole thing but you sort of always think when you do stupid things you always think like oh it's just me I mean do your Googles mate no I don't (laughs) think it's just you especially right now I keep talking to other people who are like I'm I'm not good me words not good you know and I think we're just talking to a few people less frequently and so it's uh very uh amazing how quickly things break down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i really like the phrase do you google is that a phrase I, I think it's a thing the kids say or it's my uh, own bastardization of a thing right. that the kids say, and i'm not it, sure when you said it, i really liked it and then i thought oh no i bet that's one of those phrases that's doing the rounds and i don't and grandma doesn't know about it and i don't know like, i'm a, grandma too. <laughs> I'm a really- grandma too i think i think it's a thing but it could yeah. be a thing i made up and i think i'm at the age where i don't know the difference or care but when you were at school and you started using different like slang terms and stuff if your parents would slip it into conversation it was absolutely heartbreaking <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> they're dreading. By the time it got to the Guardian, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's over. over. <laughs> yeah, you know, when like some newspaper is teaching you what on fleek means, you're like, well, it's dead. Can't say it. Yeah, and that little sad Charlie Brown music plays as you're like, my word is over, and it's only just begun. Oh my god, here's an idea that I'm going to start inventing words basically that mean a certain thing and see if I can get, you know, get them off the yeah. ground. Yeah, like I- like that is plant meaning really good (laughs) (laughs) are really good they're very nutritious oh but you just go like oh that is really nice that is really plant top (laughs) oh yeah no don't worry about that it's just a case of me coming around and cuddling you and um uh, hello so uh this podcast is about cuddling any interest in it I mean, well, how did they get, how did you get a podcast where you could just talk about cuddles with everyone? They just let that happen. (laughs) (laughs) It started as a joke. Then, you know, things have really, you know, absolutely taken off cuddle wise. Yeah, I think, yeah, cuddles are on the rise. If you look at that stock bar graph, it's just up. It's just mountains. Because no one can get any right now. I know. That's probably the hardest part about doing your podcast today is that, like, I've been having that sort of creeping sensation from the very beginning of self-isolation of being like, you know, I I got a cat right before we went into lockdown. <gasps> I was like, well, I've been wanting something, and I'm a woman now in her 40s, and I'm a single, so it's like, may as well just go whole hog. You know, eventually get a bird and then get a nest in my hair and then just let it. But like, I also was just like, I'm not going to have any kind of like touch for Mm. months possibly, you know? And I had like, I was just like, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to like hug a friend again. And that's so weird. Cause I, I rely on that. I, I huff those friend hugs, you know, yeah. like a, a bag of glue or something. I need that. <laughs> is your cat, um, what age is it? Kitten or? It's, it's, she's a kitten. She's uh, like eight months, you know? So, she, but she's not, she's still a fucking cat. So she's not super hug. Like I pick her up and she's like, she won't immediately bat it way, but she's like, uh, oh, uh, fine. Uh. Mm-hmm. You know, she really only hugs me for food because she's a cat and God bless her. She's living her life, you know? Now and again, you get ones who are, it's not often, but that will snuggle. Maybe she can be trained. I Maybe if you withhold your love. Yeah. And then see. That's my metaphor for for all relationships. But I think you're right, particularly with cats. I think the more that you act like them and just go like, I don't know you, I don't need you. The more they're kind of like meow, but like I'm at the stage where she just meows all the time. And I'm like, what do you want? Do you want to eat? Do you want to poop? Yeah. Water. Do you want to cuddle? Do you want to play? What do you want? I don't know what you want. (laughs) I'd knock knock her out. (laughs) (laughs) Just make some homemade chloroform, knock her out for a day. See? Yeah, see if she's not, uh, you know, a bit better after you've knocked her out. <laughs> we live in such a weird time that I have to say I will. I was not serious and I'd never harm a cat. I would just, just want to say that. Yeah, okay? this is a lot of tweets of, from very earnest, stupid people who are like, how do Someone- you talk about hurting cats? And it's like, we've all watched the documentary on Netflix. Nobody's going to openly, publicly hurt a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my, in my private life, sure. Um <laughs> Well, this is a podcast you can uh, take to work in a way. Anyway, cool this time you've been talking and we could have been hugging. So if you, like, remember pre-COVID days. Um, Just. So remember remember in business meeting days when you have business meetings, what are you going for? Handshake, cuddle, salute, 
or just avoid everything? I mean, I usually will go for a hug depending on like, it's, it depends on how many people, you know, versus don't know. Like if you're going for a meeting and you've not met any of them yet, you know, then, you know, probably handshake. Uh, if you go like, and you already know one of the people, one or two of the people, like once you start giving out hugs, it's harder to give out handshakes unless the other person puts their hand out first. And you're like, Oh, you're trying to tell me you're a handshake and not a hug person. And I will respect that even if I yeah. look askance at it. Um, and then sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I've already started hugging this person because they were so warm and friendly. And now, now this tap is serving hugs. Go on, take us back then. History. The past. Memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't a good. <laughs> Instant coffee. Is it the war? It's not the war, is it? Uh, were you affectionate as a kid, would you say? Yes, I was. I mean, I hesitate at that question only because I don't know that it was like super engaged in the same way. Like, okay, these are separate questions. So I guess I was affectionate. Like I would hug people, but I also like had an issue with it because like I would get hugs from my friends and they like, you know, I remember being like eight, nine, 10 and they'd be like, Oh, mama does just cause I was like the fat friend with the nice hugs. And I was like, <laughs> I'm the same age as you. Like, don't call me anybody's mother. Like, I think that's part of the reason I probably shunned away from having children. I was just like, I am not here as a service tool for any of you. And even uh, as at an age as young as like, you know, between like six, to 10, I was aware that that, that, like, that was happening to me in a way that I didn't like at the time. Oh. I did give a mighty fine hug and I did enjoy them. And I think I was obviously probably starved of that same affection to a certain extent in my home life. And so I was very much like eager to like, you know, hold on to someone like a teddy bear. Was it not from a cuddly family then? Not, not really. No. I mean, I'm trying to think of instances like my dad's very much a like, you know, give dad a hug kind of dad. And it's like, I don't Why did you make it extra stinky by demanding it? You know, but then it's kind of like, I guess you did it because you felt like you had to, because otherwise we might not hug you. And he did like chain smoke most of our youth. So it's like harder to hug someone who's partially on fire. He's better now. Yeah. That's but I nice. think that, that he just got older and realized that he, you know, fucked up a lot, which I think we all do as we get older. And he happened to have kids yeah. when he was in his 20s, you know, and so he was going to fuck up a lot, you know, because that's pretty much all you do uh, with kids in general yeah. and especially at that age. Um, and then, like, my mom is not like she, she will be, she was became much more so later not much more so, but somewhat more so later. I think while I was growing up at the time, she was probably around the age I am now, maybe a bit younger, but like was just too busy working. And I think trying to, you know, keep things together and raise the kids to like, think that affection was necessary because like the, you know, electricity bill was necessary. Hugs were not, you know? (laughs) And so I feel like I remember fewer of those things than I would like. I mean, you know, uh, in later years, she was like the hug and the kiss on the mouth mom, you know, but like that was like, once <laughs> I, you know, moved away yeah. across a, like the country and then to another continent, I think she was, you know, you get older and you realize that all of these things are rarer and you're just, oh yeah, yeah. let me hug the shit out of this kid because I might not see her for another year, you know? It's hard to know if you misremember stuff yeah. because I do think people change so much. You're like, oh, well, was my perspective wrong then as a kid or have they just got better? Like, 
I love my stepdad now so much, but I used to hate him. And then I'm like, well, was it me then? But I think he was a prick and now he's yeah. lovely. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right in that. Well, I think it's maybe you change and he changed, but also like the parents who raised us are not the parents that we have when we're adults and we understand like the parents who raised us are people who don't exist anymore. And like the, you know, the parents mm-hmm. that we have now, we have a relationship of memories to, but like they're different than they were, you know, and they're usually sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're usually like, Oh, whoops. You know? Cause like, that's what you do when you think about yeah. anything that was 20, 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. If I had a kid, I'd be like kissing and cuddling it all the yeah. time. I'd be like, I think I wouldn't be able to not give it. It's a different time now. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. And also like, you wouldn't be able to not do that until they got to the place where they were like, ew, gross, get off me. But you know, cause yeah, there's that long true. period in the middle where they like, don't want to be associated with you. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I think my baby's going to think I'm pretty cool. I will say yeah, that. Your baby's going to be like, yeah, I know I'm a teenage male, but like nothing's better than mom hugs. <laughs> if that actually happens and you have a son who's like that in his teenage years, you are raising a sociopath. Um, you said your mom kisses you on the mouth. Can we discuss <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> that wasn't a thing that happened. And then like, she'll just be like, that at some point she was just like, come on, give me a kiss. Big, you know, and it's, it's, that's like a generational thing or something. Cause like, it's like, there's some, I've definitely been kissed on the mouth by old people her age. It is, a, it is a thing. There's mom- a generational thing like about that. Like I had an old boss who I think at some point became the same way before I left. I met Sir Ian McKellen <laughs> after a show of his that I saw and we had a nice long chat. And before he left, he's like, well, I hope everything works out for you here. Gave me a big old kiss. And he's as gay as the day is long. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So I know it's, it's, it's a mad, but it's like amazing. Just think about all of the cool Hollywood dicks I now have on my lips. (laughs) I mean, that is the coolest part of all. Desiree Birch, the strap line is cool Hollywood dicks on my lips. (laughs) Because your dicks, your dicks on my lips. (laughs) Well, you could put this music under anything. So I've been single for about six years. So I've had things like little flings yeah. and stuff or like really inappropriate, really inappropriate relationships for like nice. a few weeks, intense Good. relationships for like, you need those. You got to get through. But say you're making love, sure. if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> then afterwards, what are you doing? Smoking, sleeping, cutting well, in. I would say the, uh, the aftercare portion, uh, as, as the kids call it is, uh, quite important or like, I don't know, like, I think in the, the sort of, uh, fuck buddy relationships that I have, uh, maintained in the background. And that is often the best part. Like I will often, or not often, but sometimes come back and see a guy who I know is not good in bed because I just want to get to the part where we like cuddle and hang out, like where it's like, makes me feel seen and he's attentive and engaged and it's really cool. And like, you know, he fucking just doesn't know what to do with my clitoris. And that's, you know, gotta be what it is. Cause it's, you know, you've got a lot of different parts and the yeah. other ones are full. Uh, and that one is way low. And I'm like, I, I need to tell you, but every, I always forget. And then, and then it's like, yeah. Oh yeah. I keep re- meaning to say, 
stop that <laughs> and do more of this. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, I forget yeah. the way you do things because it always starts out great. And then it makes a sharp left turn into what the fuck is this? But then I'm like, oh, we're going to come soon and then we'll cuddle and it'll be great. But it's funny because after a certain point, you feel like, can I mention yeah, it now? Because right? I, I always thought like, as you get older, you're better at saying what you want. But sometimes it's really difficult. Yeah. It shouldn't be, should it? It shouldn't be. We should take ownership. That's our, that is our role to be like, you know, don't hit it with your fist, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's, di- it's difficult when it keeps coming so close to being good. And then it's like, you're no longer rubbing, yeah. you're scratching. Cause you're like, I can't tell if this plane of pain is going to turn into pleasure or just scarring in your head. You're like, we're going to have a very nice dinner, you know, some wine. And then I'm going to be like, you know, that stuff you're doing, try this stuff instead yeah. but instead what happens is i come over and close her off in two minutes and then suddenly i'm like ah, i should remember to tell him this for the next time and then right and then, yeah you're waking yeah. up having breakfast and then you're yeah. like okay next time gadget so long as the breakfast is good you know you can't you can't take all the boxes <laughs> i suppose at least so far they have um, not I don't think I like, I think I like cuddling out a bit. It depends who it is really. Sometimes I like my freedom. It depends if there's yeah. any emotional. Sometimes what I do is do um, just sort of a meeting about how do you think that went? <laughs> you know? uh, uh, I have a dude like actively, and it could have been because he had to go to work the next morning and he like, he has one of those jobs where he's like got to work all the time and he needed to sleep, but like actively put a, like, cause I, I'm a girl, I have a bunch of pillows on my bed um, and actively put a pillow between us when we like afterward. And I was like, the fuck? Like, and I mean, I didn't, kick him out of bed because he was really hot. And so was it. But like, I was also like, what? Like everything was great. And then suddenly you were like cold. (laughs) And I couldn't tell if it was because he had too many pillows. Do you know what I mean? He only wanted the one and there were at least three per person. Or (laughs) if like he just needed the separation. Cause I was like, fucking throw the pillow on the floor. Like we just banged. Can I please have some spoon? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. From cradle to podcast, maybe the true listening 
is with our hearts. Do you think you can feel energy from people? Like, are you a good judge of character? I'm an okay judge of character. Mm. Like, I think I think people are maybe sometimes better than they are or maybe prove themselves to be. Particularly, no. I think, if it comes to, like, guys that I'm into. Um, but I, I don't know. I also just mm. tend to give people a lot of benefits of a lot of doubts uh, that other people are like, that person's a fucking asshole. Like, if it's someone I trust being like, or I know really well being like, that person's an asshole, I'm like, okay, fine. I will listen to you. But if it's just someone who's, like, got an opinion, it's like, well, every everybody's got an opinion. Like they haven't been an asshole to me. So maybe I'll trust them. And then usually it works out fine. And sometimes it's like, Oh, they're an asshole. I guess I should have listened, but I had to learn my own way. I think I'm a fairly good judge of character, but I think I'm just lying to myself and that I just, you know, let everyone be really nice until they prove themselves otherwise. Yeah. That's the good way to be though, because then at least you, you've really given it a good, yeah, several good goes like more than anyone should have had. (laughs) maybe i think we give men an easier time than women as well like if women are horrible to you it sort of hurts more or you think like i don't know i I, I think i get that like if women are where it's kind of like you you should know better if you're really being this bad to me you are either like hate me that much or you're that evil to your core oh no i think we just learn societally to expect less of men and so anything we get we're like oh my god well done like we expect that feeling i'm gonna like stand <laughs> yeah. up about this but I, yeah <laughs> i think they do Watch have out. to do so little like if they I've, put their hair in a bun suddenly they're you know a feminist and like you know they deserve everything in the universe because they are woke and they get it we all hate that guy until that guy is like giving us the eye and then suddenly it's like oh yeah he's really cool he's really evolved you know he's on well, a journey Try not to get your bits in a muddle. It's now time for the cuddle puddle. Have you ever cuddled a friend, a teacher, an ex or a colleague or something like that and felt things stir emotionally or physically? This is something called Mm, cuddle puddle. Yes. I mean, yes, it's happened on numerous occasions. I mean, I, I think also sometimes... Yeah. Hugs can be misleading that way. If you hug someone and then you feel things stirring because a lot of times just because, um, you know, atoms, molecules, pheromones, hormones, whatever are stirring doesn't mean that like somebody's head is where the rest of their body is chemically. Like I've definitely had that thing where, um, like sometimes it is sometimes if both people are attuned to the fact that like something's happening and you just sink into it and let it happen without fear, it is like an amazing, beautiful thing. Um, sometimes it, it can just be like, Oh wow. Now I have feelings for this person. I didn't even think about before. And they were just like, yeah, it was a hug. You know, this isn't actually, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but I, okay. I know why this is coming to mind because I feel like in my head, this mystery person that I never actually met is the one that got away when I was living in New York and I was, <laughs> on the S train. And the reason that you have never heard of the S train of all the New York trains is because it's one that is a shuttle train between Grand Central and Times Square. It is literally two stops long. And all it does is go back and forth between those two horizontally. So I basically had maybe yeah. five minutes with this person, if not less, but basically right before the train, you know, doors <laughs> closed, this dude got on, he sat down next to me and like, we didn't even hug. I just felt like our, like, 
legs were touching. And we both just turned around and like looked at each other. And then we started talking, you know, and he's like a chef and he worked at this restaurant that I was like, I definitely need to go to this restaurant and see this guy again. But I didn't get his number because when it comes time to sealing the deal, I'm like, "Ah, you're really cool. Oh my God, this is, I gotta go. Bye. Like, I'm still like, I, you know, I basically don't do the throw up thing that Stan Marsh on South Park does, but like everything else, you know, I'm just like, eh, bye, you know, and then I was like actively walking away, like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, that was something. Why? What? Like, so I do know that experience where like chemicals, things transfer and you're just like, if you're awake, you're like, whoa, that was like being in a chemistry class. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Sometimes it's too much and you have to run away though. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of times things that are probably exactly what I'm looking for feel like they're too much. Like, I think I'm just like, Oh my God, I don't know how to deal with this. And then I'm like, why did you do that? Like, that's what you want, you know? But like, yeah. you kind of need the dance to happen a little bit less than immediately in order for you to kind of feel comfortable in it. You know, sometimes a yeah. hug can really like a cuddle can really flower, you know, where it's, it goes and it's like, Oh, this is a hug. Oh, I care about you. And then sometimes you like sink into it and then you're like, okay, wow, other things are happening and it's just about not running away. Yeah, and then that's a lesson to us all. But, you know, worst case scenario, just get a few more cats and don't think about it. I, I mean, as long as I'm single, one is the limit. Like, there can't be more of them than there is of me. Like, that's a recipe for disaster in so many levels. There can all yeah, be one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if someone smells nice, then you forget you can fit, mm. it can be really like not your type at all but you can get really like into the hug if they smell divine because you can shut your eyes and think there's someone else they have those whole dating things where you just like exchange t-shirts and then meet the person after you smelled yeah. their hormones mm. you know or their or whatever right I don't know how well it works but like I definitely you know there's definitely a thing of like liking someone's smell yeah. versus not I've never been in a long-term thing with anyone that I couldn't deal with their smell but like their personality you know like you just have yeah, to get into yeah, it yeah. i wonder if they work but like i wonder what the stats are on the on the older t-shirt cell you know what i mean I, I don't know i mean you know it takes more than like armpit smell to get you through like a 20-year yeah, marriage but, but that is that's to do with your genes and like positive pairing so that you don't get if you have kids you don't i think this is right if one's yeah. predisposed to something you're probably predisposed to a different thing so you have the best chance for your kids survival yeah. i think yeah, that maybe makes sense. Although with like, it's weird. Cause like, sometimes you're like, but I, if I'm not having them kids, can I, can I just have what I want? <laughs> anyway, send your t-shirts in and I'll have a sniff. That's to the boys. <laughs> oh yeah. Do tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? Everyone's going to say me. Who would you most like to cuddle? Alive or dead? I, I mean, it's an interesting, it's like, who, okay, so there's that one, I'm very interested to cuddle the hugging saint because the hugging saint, do you know who I'm talking about? This woman, I think she's called Ama. She's got like a much longer Indian name and she's like the hugging saint. Like she goes and travels around and just hugs people for hours and oh. hours you yes. up all day to like hug her because yes. she's a long deep magical hug and like people are just like i 
profoundly changed. And I feel like I need to get in on that. Wow. Yes. I I did think I read something about that, but I completely forgot. And actually that's the sort of detail. That's the sort of info I should know doing a a cuddling podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, eventually when this is like world renowned cuddling podcast, you will have her on and with a translator, you'll be in a very deep three-way hug. I would love that. Oh yeah, go and tell us this one. Yeah. When do you most need a cuddle? Oh my God, now in self-isolation, yeah. but I think uh, in in regular life, you know, in the before times, I um, even in general, I guess, I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind is mornings. Like mornings oh. are hard, you know, like mornings, it's nice to have a cuddle, you know, I guess, I guess that's why people like morning sex too, but like just a morning cuddle, like, I don't know, waking up is hard. And even though it's like, I'm happy to be alive, like there's so many days I wake up and I'm like, oh, this thing, you know, like, oh, we're back here. Like life is the recurring dream I keep having. I'm like, ah, this again. <laughs> so I just need, you know, once I'm up and going, it's better. But like the first thing is really, can be really difficult to transition. Yeah. You know, especially like getting out of the bed and just doing all of the life stuff, depending on the day, you know. Do you, do you prefer living with people there? Do you live on your own then? I do. I do. Yeah. And I, I mostly prefer living on my own for all the reasons where it's like, you know, you don't have to have stupid fights about dumb bullshit that you could just do your own way. But I think living alone as I have uh, in the past year or so, I've like come to realize all the things I miss about living with someone, you know, like it's just nice to have support. It's nice to, I mean, just even having a cat, it's like, well, at least if I die and slip and fall in the bathtub, like the cat will get rid of my corpse before it causes too much of a scene. Do you know what I mean? Like she'll start eating me like 15, 20 minutes after I'm done. Do you think so? I mean, that's what, like cats won't wait very long. A dog will like wait a lot longer, but like that's, you know, that's a thing. That's like if, you know, dogs will sometimes moan and whine and like stay by you and whatever and wait for weeks. A cat might wait a day. But like if they're, I think they're constantly being like, you're still alive. Okay, cool, 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 cool. You know, just checking. Cause the minute you're not, they're like num nums. Like, especially if you're not around to feed them, like, you know, the automatic feeder only has so much cat food in it. Right. This is fantastic. (laughs) 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 I hate to be all groovy, but have you heard of the movies? If, you, if you're a film buff, but uh, mm. can you remember an on-screen cuddle that's, that was very, uh, very, very tasty to the eyes or heart? Oh wow! Uh, um, we're covering all the ground. I'm trying to think of a movie that might be a kids' movie that has like an animal because those are always the best hugs when it's like there's a puppy yeah. or like a cartoon bear or something. Either that's that or like, yeah, or yeah. Like a grandma hug, like a like I'm gonna die, so I'm gonna rapture you in my grandma embrace kind of thing. Like those are the kind of cuddles that you want more so than the romantic ones. I think it's a case of a big bear or a dead grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, not dead yet. Just no, sort of like this is like the last memory of grandma hug. And the cat comes in. Yep. Yeah, finishes off. So, grandma is looking at you. Kind of funny. Now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? 
Desiree is a very nice name, actually. Who chose that, your mum or your dad? Uh, my mum chose that. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this today. My mum chose that because uh, that was the name of a nurse, I believe, announced over the loudspeaker at the hospital that I was born at that she heard. And she's like, oh, I'll name her Desiree because I was going to be a mm-hmm. uh, uh, Brandy, a Wendy, or a Teresa. Were the, the her, yeah, I know. Fuck yeah. indeed. And then at the last moment, I guess there was a nurse Desiree and she was like, oh, Desiree, I like that. And named me Desiree. And I was like, oh. And it's funny too, because the only name that Wendy can be short for, as far as I know, is Gwendolyn, which is my mom's name. So like, I don't oh. think she realized that. I think she just liked Wendy. And I was like, I might still be remotely like myself if I were a Wendy. But like, if I were Teresa, I would be in accounts, I think. Um, do you prefer your mom or your dad? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that's a difficult question. Uh, of course, it's a difficult question. That's why you're asking it. I don't know now. It's different. You know, I would have easily said my mom for like ever and ever because, you know, that's what you said. That's the correct answer to that question. Um, unless your mom fucked up. But like these days, well, I mean, my uh, my mom, I love my mom, but she is, you know, got dementia. So she's far less cogent yeah. than my dad is. So like, I can actually have more conversations with my dad now. And because he was like, uh, he was full of fuckery in his younger years. Uh, like a lot of my siblings are like, Meh, with him. And I'm the one who's the most like him. So I'm the one that kind of keeps in touch a little bit more. But like when I'm with my mom, like, you know, we do, we can still kind of converse. She still knows who I am, you know, but it's not really full. Like we're mostly just watching old episodes of Frasier together you know mm-hmm. that's like a comfortable place to be and I like get that every so often she says the most hilarious fucking thing in the universe you know yeah. like and this was true even before you know so I'm just kind of like yeah there there's that like that just cracks me up that's super warm so are they still together no no thank god uh, <laughs> they split up like ages ago probably like 20 20 something oh. years ago, even though they should have split up like almost 40 years ago, to be really honest. The day they got together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was definitely like the whole time we were growing up, we were like, why are you guys together? You do not like each other or have anything in common. I think having done the maths, uh, I was the reason they were together because that's the way things work then. So then yes. like, oh, saws guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a fling. <laughs> Time for the practical examination now. It's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song. It was me. Okay, everybody. Uh, get, you, get your awkward faces out. It's time for the snuggle. Okay, now we get to the end of the podcast where I'm going to give you a hug, but obviously because we're both in isolation, yeah. it's going to be a remote hug, but you have to see whether you can feel it. Okay, so you're going to shut your eyes and you're going to see if I can transmit the energy. Okay. Um, and you can feel it. Okay? All right, so I'm going to close my eyes. I'm just gearing up and I'm coming in. <laughs> I don't know if it was your voice or the energy, but I felt um, a squeeze that made me giggle. It was funny. I just felt, I felt like that, um, you know, that uh, you guys don't have the Pillsbury Doughboy because uh, it's like a product that we have in the States, but he did, did you? And, he, did. and he's like all squishy and he goes, hee hee, you know? I can't remember. We definitely had one little Doughboy running around in the late 90s. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> I did. I came in. I really squeezed in and I really imagined it. You really, I, I really, really got that. Thank you. That was really yeah. nice. I needed a squeeze. 
I squeezed it. So I think energy is real. That's what we can. This is a scientific experiment to prove energy is real, yes, guys. Energy is real. I mean, forget all those other scientific experiments and actual science that prove that energy is real. But like, you heard it here last. <laughs> um, forget Einstein. I'm here to set the record straight. Energy. It's real. Babe, it's so real right now. It really um, is. Okay, now I'll shut my eyes. Now you give me an energetic hug, okay? Okay, all right, hold on. Can you feel it? Yeah, I think I can. Okay, good. It was a lot, it was a lot calmer and more solid. Yeah. Mine was like a squeal, mine was a squeal yep. in energetic terms. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> and yours was a lot more, it was more grounded and calmer and just more solid. It was both arms, very hard embrace. Like, mm. yeah, mm. it was, it was one of those, it's not your fault hugs. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my I God. just keep saying that until you start weeping uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what mark are you giving my hug? Okay. I mean, I haven't had a like Pillsbury Doughboy squeeze in a minute. That's definitely an 8.79. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just have difficulty giving out full marks. No, I, like, I could have given you a 10, but then I would, there's nowhere no, to go. Respect yourself and don't give out, don't give out 10s willy nilly. Respect yourself, please. Yeah. Um, I will give you 9.5. Well, thank you. Because you taught me about being grounded and about the depth of a hug, I'm going to say. Thank you. I believe in the depth of a hug. Um, and I'm glad that yeah. I can transmit that depth. This is wonderful. You know what? Reminding the world that hugs are a thing and are important. And energy is a thing. Reminding yes. them that don't worry, you can send a virtual hug, everybody. The good news for you, Desiree, is that you are now a member, and there's no going back, you're a member of Cuddle Club. Thank you so much. Is there like a VIP bar? There's, um, again, it's in your imagination. Okay, so yeah, there is a VIP <laughs> yeah, yeah. cool yeah. and Cuddle Club, awesome. Um, what there is, is a potential, there's been a lot of talk of making some ethical badges. Will it happen? We don't know. The future is uncertain. Maybe. But um, something to look forward to, perhaps. And I'll say no more about that. All right. I'm keeping it my heart. I will proudly proudly display the badge of being a fully-fledged Cuddle Club member. Thank you so much for inducting me. Um, thank you so much for doing it. It was really nice it's to really see you. It's really good to see your face. Thank you. Desiree Birch, lovely chat. And so interesting about the cats eating you. <laughs> And lovely to hear from someone in lockdown by themselves, actually. Well, thank you to Desiree. You can follow her online. She is on Instagram and Twitter. She's at Des the Ray. You can also watch Desiree present a show called Fat Chat on Comedy Central, so check that out. If you want to follow this podcast, it's called Cuddle Club. Were you listening or what? It is on Twitter and Instagram at Cuddle Club Pod. Why don't you just hop on over to iTunes and give it a five-star review and subscribe so that we can really get we can really get friends be friends get friendly have a nice time hello and it's time for me to say my catchphrase now and that is say it with me if you like remember to cc everybody in if cc stands for cuddle club hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.